Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Bond, Stephen Bond, producing, of course, the game in London. We got to give a shout to James Bond, Michael Lombardi there in Atlantic City. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles, and we're watching and live betting a game in London. That is a global broadcast here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Happy to have you here. Of course, we're going to get to Tampa Bay hosting Atlanta in a second. I want to give you the second half number as far as Green Bay. Green Bay leads 17-10. They're laying three and a half in the second half, Michael Lombardi, and a total of 20 and a half. You have a suggestion for betters? Excuse me, 20 to 10, Green Bay leads. They're laying three and a half and a total of 20 and a half. So that three and a half, is that with, based on the score? Just for the second, the second half. half? Just, Just for, for the, the second, second half, half. so it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's not reflective of a new line. Okay, I got That's it. That's correct. Uh, you know, I I I would I would probably go. I think I think Green Bay realizes that they've got to put this game away. They're the better team. It's pretty clear. They've been in control of the game, and they just can't allow Barkley to make a play here. And they've got to put more pressure on on Jones. I think those are the halftime adjustments. I probably would lay the points if it were me okay. here at this situation. Let me ask you more. I know you don't love totals, but let me ask you a more interesting angle here. We had 30 points scored in the first half. The second half total is 20 and a half, Michael. All it has to do with how many points are scored in the second half. So if I tell you 20 and a half off the 30 scored in the first, do you like the over or under 20 and a half scored in the second? I think Green Bay can win this game at 28, 30 points. So I think Green Bay is going to need 10 more points to put this game away. I think Green Bay's second drive, the first drive of the second half, if they score a touchdown and get it to 28, it's going to be a hard way for the Giants to get 18 points against them. So I think to me, I think that the most that think the Giants will score is 10. I think the Packers will score 7, could score 11. So I would go under. Yep, perfect. And – you know, as far as a pro tip, Stephen just asked me for a pro tip as far as in-game betting. First off, be very careful. As a person that started in-game betting myself back in 2007, you, you <laughs> can get caught in a trap of chasing your tail when in-game betting. So be very, very careful. I understand you can get off some bets, but just be careful. And also l- listen to what Michael just did. 
Michael started piecing together what he thought each team was going to need. He started with the Packers who led, and that's how he came up with his total in the second half of under 20 and a half. Is that fair, Michael? Yeah, yeah, it is because I think, you know, I always do this at halftime. I ask myself, how many points do we need to win the game? Well, we're going to need 31 to win this game, okay? Like 31 puts the game away. Can the Giants get to 24? Can they get to 20? Yeah, I think they can get to 20. I don't know if they can get to 24. Can they score two touchdowns in the second half? I don't know. They're going to have – let's say they have four drives. Let's say they have five drives. Can they score two touchdowns on five drives? They're not that explosive, right? So every half you're going to get – most games you get 10 drives, right? Most games you'll get 12 drives, six and a half. In the second half, especially the way Green Bay's controlling the ball with their control passing game, that's probably only going to be four. Can they score two touchdowns on four drives? I don't know. It's a get-right spot for Tom Brady and the Bucks. I'll get to that side in a second. One thing, there's only one perfect ATS team this year, that is the Atlanta Falcons, who are 4-0 ATS. Let's go ahead and set up this number down in Tampa today. It's going to be hot. It's not going to be muggy. It's going to be perfect weather down in Tampa. This number open with Tampa Lane 8 has been bet up to doubles, so Tampa's laying 10. Reason being, Atlanta's without Kyle Pitts and without Patterson. That's huge on offense, Michael. Yeah, Atlanta is a lot like Detroit, okay? They, they manage the game better. They don't turn it over as much, but their offense is good. Not as explosive as Detroit. They average, five, they average 5.9 yards per play. Their defense isn't as good, especially on the road, and they're going to have a hard time. Now, this game is interesting because Dean Peace is going against Brady. They were both in New England together. Brady knows Dean Peace as well as he knows anybody, right? So he knows what Dean Peace wants to do. He knows how he teaches the technique. He knows how he wants his corners to play. He's got it, right? And Atlanta doesn't have enough talent to overcome when Brady has the answers to the test, okay? So that's a problem. I think this is why this line moved. Again, go back to the contest. I think this line was 8.5 in the contest, or 8, and now it's up to 10. Like, that number was, like, they didn't anticipate this much move because Atlanta's been so good with the, with the, against the spread. This is a hard game for Atlanta. Without Patterson, they're going to have to run the ball. They ran the ball effectively against the Browns. I think Todd Bowles' defense will play the run much better today than they did against Kansas City. Kansas City spread. They don't have to worry about Pitts on the outside. They don't have to worry about Patterson. It's really, let's double Drake London, let's take him out of the game, and let's make sure we load the box and force Mariota to run with it. So they've got to set the foot, they've got to set their run defense outside in, not inside out. I, I, like, I like Tampa today. I think Brady plays well. They, maybe Julio Jones comes back. They'll get Perryman. They'll have Godwin. I think they'll play better. Okay, good luck to the Atlanta Falcons who don't generate a pass rush, the third lowest in 2022 against Tom Brady, who's coming off back-to-back losses. He's been awesome. It hasn't happened often in his career, but off of back-to-back losses, he's been awesome ATS. This is a get-right spot for Brady. I have to ask you, just because I'm not being salacious, but we are human beings, it does seem like a lot is happening around Tom Brady. You can just read the paper. Uh, Do you expect... A completely focused Brady. You know him well. Yeah, I think, look, to me, I think the one thing that football has always been for Tom is a sanctuary. It's a kind of a, a way for quietness to occur in his life. And, and once I think he gets to the stadium and he can block out all the distractions, you know, he's very good at being focused, right? So I think that's, look, it, 
there's no doubt that I'm sure that this is weighing on his emotions as it would anybody, right? I don't know what's going on, but obviously there's enough smoke where there's some fire here, and that's got to affect you. But I think once you get into the heat of competition, it's almost a relief because I'm not thinking about that. I'm not worried about that anymore. I'm only worried about these three and a half hours I've got to play. Do you know how many times Brady has had a three-game losing streak in his career? I would say maybe four times, maybe. I would say three, maybe three. I'd play under that. One time, weeks four yeah. to eight in 2002, his yeah. second season as a starter. And they were good in two. Like, they, that we played them in two. We beat them in, in, in Oakland. They were a hard team. They were really good on defense. They weren't as good on offense that year. They were good on defense. You, it was hard to get. They had Bruschi at linebacker. They had Ted. I mean, they were hard to play then. They were really good on defense. A little bit of a buy-low spot here. Again, we've jumped from, so you're not getting the best of the number, lane 10 with the Bucks, but everything points to them. The Falcons have won two straight. The Bucks have lost two straight. You know, the Bucks have given up an uncharacteristic 189 rush yards uh, against Kansas City in their loss, so Bulls is going to tighten that up. No Patterson today. Mariota didn't complete many passes against Cleveland. I mean, it's seven, just it's seven, ugly. Yeah. Seven, I, I, seven I had – I had this as a 7.5 game, and I really like Tampa more. Even though my number said take Atlanta, I can't because that 7.5 number has got Patterson and Pitts in there. I really don't count Pitts as much. Patterson, to me, one of the reasons I didn't go with Atlanta last week is because Patterson was questionable, and he left the game. You know, he left the game. He scored a touchdown and made a hell of a run on a touchdown. I mean, the guy's incredible. And, incredible. And he left the game. Now, they ran the ball effectively without him, but I don't know if they can do that with a week of prep. Question for you, and this comes from Bond, Stephen Bond. 20 to 10, halftime, we're coming out of the break with the Packers leading. We'll keep you updated in London. So Bond asked me this, you, and we love this anecdote you always bring up. You know, when Mama pulled the kid out of the crib, he's a quarterback or he's not. There's an innate intrinsic value to quarterback play. Kyler Murray, when his mom was pulling his little body up, and I don't mean that. <laughs> I don't mean that negatively. But when he, when she was pulling little Kyler out of the crib, was he innately a quarterback? I don't think he was. No, I, I don't think he was. I don't think it. I don't think he plays with rhythm. Right? He doesn't play with that rhythm that you want. He's a very talented player with an incredible arm. But I think he was a baseball player when his mama picked him up. I don't think he was a football. I don't think he was a quarterback. Now, he's got a great arm, and he can make plays, but when he has to play quarterback, if you watch the first half of the Carolina game, I mean, Carolina played him as well as you could play him. They rushed him. Their ends collapsed. They did a tremendous job. It was a really good coaching job. It was tremendous, right? They just couldn't score any points. They scored 10 points, three, seven off a turnover. That's the problem. And teams that play him the right way, and I think Philly will. I think Philly's defensive front is really good, and they'll pressure him. And when you put pressure on him inside with big guys with Fletcher Cox and Hargraves and, and Jordan Davis inside like they have, I think it's a problem. Well, guess what? So Philly opened a six-point favorite. Arizona catching some heat here. It's down to five, five and a half. So through that key number of six as Philly's laying five, five and a half across the board. Here's the interesting thing about Cliff Kingsbury. He's got a gaudy ATS number on the road ATS-wise, but terrible at home. Nine and 17 ATS at home, including seven straight non-covers for Cliff Kingsbury. There's a weird juxtaposition with Kingsbury on the road and home yeah. splits. Yeah, like I was, I was just looking up here at the board. I was looking at at the uh, 
at the at the line here in the book because obviously this is a Philadelphia book. I mean, it's a New York Jet, New York Giant, Philadelphia book, and that line's at five and a half. It hasn't moved at all, and there's no juice to the. It's one fifteen. It looks like it's yeah, it, no juice at all on it. It's it's pretty straight five and a half. It's been that way. Thoughts Lombardi line Philly. Would you have the Eagles laying against Arizona? You know, I, I don't like Arizona's team. I had this as a 6.31 game. I, I don't like Arizona's team. I think their numbers are bad. They don't score in the first half. They haven't scored a point in the first quarter all year, right? And I don't think you could play from Philly behind. And I think this is going to be a really hard game for them to kind of match Philly. Like, can they stop Philly's run game? Can they stop Jalen Hurts from running the football? Kind of like what Jacksonville did. And then can they, st- can they win a man-to-man game on the outside? I don't know. And this, all these yards after the catch, can they tackle well enough? I'm not a big believer in the, in the Cardinals, offensively or defensively. Interesting. The Eagles, the public side, 63% of the bets being reported at BetMGM, yet we've seen that number come down off the six opener with Philly Lane 5-5.5 five, five in the desert. When we come back, we got a key number alert in Carolina with Jimmy G in San Francisco in town. We'll get to that. The Giants open with the ball in the second half, trailing by 10 against the Pack. We're just getting started. Plenty of time here on the Lombardi line heading into Brent Musburger. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. 
the Bucking Bronco during the break. Michael Lombardi with the in-game conversation doesn't stop. As we get you back here, first bet, get 10 bucks instantly when you sign up at ExpressBet. That's VEASAN's exclusive horse, rating, horse racing app. The promo code, by the way, is HORSE200. What is that? 100% match deposit up to 200 bucks. It's a great deal. Go to VEASAN.com slash horses for more information. It's VEASAN.com slash horses. Okay, we're back. We're going to get to Chicago and Minnesota. Hope you're having a nice weekend. I'm Patrick Maher. We welcome you. Of course, London is the host in Tottenham Stadium. Green Bay's up 20 to 10, but you said something important, Michael Lombardi, live from the Borgata there in Atlantic City. The Giants are going to continue to move this football. So that's important when looking in-game. It is, and look how long. They've had this ball for almost six minutes in this quarter, right? And and they're going to keep trying. I mean, they can't really – they can't afford to – the, I mean, they can't afford to slow down. the. I was watching that. I apologize. They can't afford no, to fine. slow down the Packer offense. I mean, the Packer offense, I mean, the way the Giants are moving the ball, the Packers' defense hasn't gotten control of the game. That's the big problem here. The Packers' defense hasn't gotten control of the game. And because of that, the Packers' offense has to keep generating points. We're, they're not going to win the game with 20 points, so they're going to keep trying to score. And – they need a turnover to kind of flip this game. So if you took the Gi- if you took the Packers in the eight, I think you've got them working hard for you because they're going to keep scoring. If they hold them here on third and three, or if they even if they score a touchdown, they're going to keep going back for it. Lined up in the Wildcat. We talked about the fresh approach and also the ability to strategically protect the quarterback for Dayball and the offensive minds there. It's a completely different offense than Professor Garrett last year. No, no doubt. From the protection schemes to the understanding of what the assets are, it really is a professional offense. I mean, give Mike Kafka credit, give Brian Dayball credit, the offensive line coach. They know how to protect. They understand it. And, you know, they're utilizing what Jones can do. He took off. Now he's got a bad ankle, but he took off and run on that quarterback draw. Look, when bad quarterbacks run, it makes them a better quarterback because now all of a sudden you can't play man-to-man. you got to be able to watch them. And so now the throws become a little bit easier for you. Quick question for Marquee Sports Network. How are you feeling about your Bears this year? They're 500. They're 2-2. Two and two. Does it feel like they're 2-2? Two and two? Let's get to the number in Minnesota divisional matchup. Of course, Minnesota's 3-1 and one coming off the win in London. Michael, this number open Minnesota anywhere between 6.5 and, and 7. It has been bet up through the key number of 7. Remember, key numbers 3, 7, 6 in that order. It's now 7.5 with Minnesota laying it and the Bears are in town. You know, when I had my summit yesterday with all the sharp guys here, the guys that kind of live at the hotel and, and, the, and they pay here at the Borgata, this was a game that they were all looking at. They felt like this number was low at seven, and they felt like it was there for the taking, and so they, a lot of people bet. So it doesn't surprise me that this number's moved. Here in the book here, we have this number at seven and a half, as you do there, Patrick. So it was a sharp play, I think. Two games, we'll get to it later. The Cowboy game was a really sharp play here, and so was this game. Now, look, the Bears can't complete passes. I mean, we can talk about it all we want, right? And it's not the offense. It's not the, you know, the off. it's the quarterback. He can't make throws on a consistent basis with any accuracy, and he doesn't have any rhythm to his passing game. I don't care what Luke Getze said recently about he's not playing poorly. He's not playing well. He can't complete passes at all. And so how do you run an offense? Now, Montgomery back today will help. But you're going into a dome with crowd noise and, uh, and a team that knows you're going to try to run the ball on them. I think this is a hard spot. You know, the Bears have to try to reduce the game. they got to create turnovers. 
Now, the thing they've got going for them today is Cousins hasn't played very well, right? The Minnesota's only averaging 5.4 yards per play. The Bears average five yards per play, right? So it isn't like the, you know, the Bears can't get anything done passing-wise. This is a game to me where if Minnesota shuts down the run, the Bears are 62% run. They're one of the they're one of the one teams in the league. They don't even want to try to throw the ball. They don't want to try to throw the ball. They only throw it 37% of the time. They don't want to try to throw it at all. So to me, it, it, Minnesota, especially when you're playing in a dome all at home, you should shut down the run game. And if Cousins gets the lead, it'll make it very hard for Fields and this Bears offense to come back. Genuinely, I believe, and this is not just kissing Marquee Sports Network's butt, but genuinely, I believe this is a decent spot for a divisional road dog here in the Bears. Remember, Minnesota traveling back from Europe. We talked about the divisional unders cashing at a 77% clip. I just like this spot. There's one time that Eberflus has faced Kirk Cousins in the past. I think it was two years ago, and he shut him down very well. Minnesota's not great as a favorite. I mean, this is – it's interesting. Once you get past that 7 to 7.5, that's when Sharps start buying that number. Yeah, my number was 6.75, right? And so I really took this off. I, I felt like the Minnesota, the trip back from London, how would they handle that? I felt like, okay, you know, Fields can run around. And I, was, I haven't been happy with the way Cousins has played. I really haven't. And this offensive line hasn't protected as well. They need Dalvin Cook to have a big game, you know, Madison. But to me, this is a game that the Bears just want to stay attached the whole way, get it to the fourth quarter, and try to find a way to make a play. I mean, they made a couple plays against the Giants last week. They stayed attached. But at the end of the day, they couldn't put enough things together. It's a little bit like this game, right? The Giants had the ball almost eight minutes. Eight minutes in that first half. They reduced the game now. The game's 22 minutes left, right? And they got three points out of it. All that work, as Al Davis would say, and all we got is three points. What do the Bears want to do? They want to run the football, and they, they want to defend. They got to run it. They have they no choice but so, to run it. No, they want to run the football, and they want to defend. Uh, I still I have 44 on the board as a total. I think this is a gross spot for Minnesota. I like Chicago slowing this game down. I like the divisional unders at 17-5. and five. I do like the under 44 here, Michael. I think it's going to be ugly in Minnesota. Well, I mean, look, the quarterback is averaging 50% completions. I mean, that, that, go, that, that 50% completion goes back to the Johnny Unitas days. I mean, that's, when the, that's what they averaged back then. You know, it's, it, it, like, that's unheard of right now. You know, they can't throw the football. I mean, Bear fans are smart enough to know that, yes, Justin Fields is a great athlete. Yes, Justin Fields moves around. All those things are true. But can he play quarterback? I mean, Ryan Pace, I've said this on my podcast, he's drafted two quarterbacks for Bear fans, Trubisky and Fields. I don't think he's hit with either. I know he didn't hit with one. I don't think he's hit with any of them. As Stephen Bond mentioned, we're going to get the Rams and Cowboys in with the Cowboys traveling to Los Angeles. But just quickly, let's take a breath. The Giants uh, kicked a field goal. They pull within seven. That number closed eight pre-flop with the Packers laying it. It's 20 to 13. We'll keep you updated there. The three most heavily bet games. I think this, Patrick, I don't want to interrupt, but I think this. I think the Packers understand that their defense doesn't have control of the game and that they need Rodgers to kind of – to make this happen for them. If they're going to win this game, it's going to be because Rodgers puts the game away. I've been in these situations before when we had Brady and a great offense and our defense never could get control of the game. Eventually, the score and the offense makes the defense more effective, and they just got to protect the football. Yeah, no, you you nailed it. As they 
uh, continue to drive. Michael, the game that we're fascinated by is Miami. So you yeah. nailed it with the juice. So if you're looking to bet Miami, you may want to hold out. You see what's happening on your board, right? The juice is headed to three. So Miami's laying three and a half at the Jets. That's the most heavily bet game on the board right now. Yet we're seeing the juice come down. So we could find a three. Remember, if you're betting Miami at three, that number is going to jump right back up to three and a half. So be it's, it's all about timing. And then the second most heavily bet game is Tennessee. This is the number you've been laughing about Tennessee at Washington Tennessee open three it's now a pick them at Washington so just to keep an eye on those games yeah Dallas I mean look at I, the Rams I, I, go ahead please I, I Michael. think t- oh never mind no I just feel like to me I feel like this I can't trust a team like Washington there's no way I'm going to do it. this is a huge third down coming up I don't know what the flag's on here Okay, we'll find out. Quickly, I want to sneak this in just to get an initial thought. Dallas at the Rams. You've got the Rams laying five, five and a half. I know a lot of people that are on Dallas. What's the Lombardi line on Dallas at the Rams as we pull that I had up? This is, I had this as a 1.34 game. Look, when you break the Rams down statistically, they're not good. Offensively, they're not good at all. Now, if you're betting the Rams and laying the five and a half, you're saying to yourself, McVay's going to get this fixed. On a short week, he's going to get it turned around. But I think there's deeper issues here. I think they're no longer the same Ram team that they were before. Right When they had golf, they knew they were limited. Right, They, they knew they had to run play action, they had to run the football, and they had to do all that. And then last year with Stafford, they kind of did some of that. But they got now they've gotten away from it. Now it's all pass with Stafford. It's all pass, and they have no run game whatsoever. They have no run game at all. And they can't ever get their play-action pass going. And Allen Robinson is missing. Nobody knows what's happened to him. They're just not good. And defensively, they've got a couple good defensive players, but they're not playing well defensively. And so, to me, the, the Cowboys with Cooper Rush, they go in there, they kind of know who they are, they kind of can attack, and this front is going to cause this Ram offensive line some troubles because this Ram offensive line has got injuries to it, and they're not playing nearly to the level they did last year. Okay, just to reiterate, the Rams are laying five and a half. The Lombardi line's closer to one and a half. That's a lot of wiggle there. That's a reason to yep, bet the that- Cowboys. That's exactly right. And that's why I like the Cowboys here. I'm worried on a short week, right? You worry about the short week for the for the Rams, the Cowboys. They played really well last week, but I think Quinn will play well. I think this they're going to have a hard time blocking Dallas. Okay, deep breath. Gable's going to join us. It's going to be second and 10, right around the 50 for the Packers, up seven. Turning into a good game there in London as we continue along on a Sunday edition of the Lombardi Line. Gable's next from the Borgata. What's happening with these numbers? You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Shout to Big Daddy Vince, the number one Packer fan. Of course, the NHL season is upon us. We dropped the puck in Prague. Well, let's get going. VSIN betting guide, Andy McNeil and the crew. They've got season win totals awards and here's the most important thing about this season uh, this season season prep guide when it comes to the nhl for those that are looking just to get started three things every new nhl better should know so make sure you check that out as we welcome you back and i want to give a quick shout as we bring in thomas gable i want to give a quick shout to the vison pros who are making money go to vison.com 
slash subscribe to sign up. Here's the important thing. We've got the VEASAN prop analyzer as part of the piece of VEASAN Pro Tools, if I can get it out. And Justin Herbert, we've got five plays on his props today. So make sure you check that out as we get you back here on a Sunday, week five of the NFL. Michael Lombardi's hanging out at the Borgata in Atlantic City. We've got an in-game situation with the Packers up 20-13. to 13. Thomas Gable joins us now, who runs the race in Sportsbook. We'll take a deep dive. Where did you close? Because we've noticed we've got a lot of Giants fans there at the Borgata. I've got most shops closing Green Bay 8 before the game started here, Thomas. Hi. Hi. Uh, we actually closed uh, Green Bay laying 9. Uh, so and currently in play, they're 13 laying 13 and a half uh, in play live. So uh, um, we'll see uh, how this plays out. But the uh, Packers are, are driving once again here up seven. So we'll see uh, see how it goes. But uh, very balanced action overall, though, on this game because as you said, we always do attract a, a lot of Giants money, and um, they, they kind of offset the uh, the Packers money that was uh, showing up that uh, opened that game at 8 and closed 9. So. You know, the game I want to hit you with uh, immediately is this Jet-Miami game. Mm -hmm. Are you getting – Patrick and I have been talking about it all day. Are you getting – This is a Jet house too, right? It's 3 now, Patrick, right? Yes. Yeah, we're still 3. three. It's gone three. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're still, uh, we're still sitting 3.5 for that game, but the, the, the thing – the ticket – count is very balanced and the money's fairly balanced uh the, the only thing that I, i'm a little concerned with going to three we there's a lot of uh, uh money on the miami money line and we'd have to adjust that to go into three so interesting yeah, michael I mean, that, that, just see to, that just plays quickly. into effect go ahead i'm sorry yeah no, i'm sorry michael but just quickly you and i said it's headed to three right before the break let's see how long the three lasts at circa westgate bet mgm because some shops are still showing just like thomas gable at the borgata three and a half with miami laying it again thomas you know this better than anybody the professional betters they just buy the number so my assumption is a lot of pros when they see that three are on miami yep Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we'll see. It's a good. It, we'll see how long it lasts, as you said, because uh, I'm it sure there'll be a lot of uh, <laughs> lot through my segment. Yeah, segment. It could, that certainly could be the case. Because uh, believe me, I'm sure there's a lot of people will be scooping that up. Michael, what are you seeing oh, here in, game in, in London? Uh, you can't take that. You can't take that sack there. I mean, no. they got. You cannot take that sack there. There's certain places on the football field you cannot take a sack, right? And I, I've often said this to my sons that in every quarterback room there should be an area where you can't take a sack. And Aaron Rodgers just took a bad sack here because you can't kick a field goal. Now you know this is the first time they're going to have to punt. In the uh, second time they're going to have to punt in the game. And so now we've started the second half. We get four drives each a half the way this game's going, and we've given away a drive. And this Giants have a chance to get back right back in this because the Packers have yet to show that they can really get a handle on this giant offense who keep getting three and four and five yards at a clip. Thomas Gable, I've got the most fishy game on the board, Tennessee at Washington. Tennessee's won two straight. Washington has lost three straight. Tennessee is the most public play, yet they open three, and I'm seeing a lot of shops say pick them with Tennessee and the Commanders. Where are you at the Borgata? Yeah, so we're also at pick, and uh, we, we opened two and a half. The Titans laying two and a half in that game. And uh, you could say, well, it's fishy. Uh, but, again, this is all being driven by respected money. Respected money uh, playing Washington this week. So, Like they did uh, last week. Like, like they, they did, did last, last week, week yes. Yeah. So uh, trying again this week. But So the game's down to pick. Um, I'm sure, again, m most books are, are probably going to need Washington uh, to 
and uh, you know obviously you want to get on the side of the respective money. So that's what's driving that uh, number to to a pick'em. Totals 43 in that game, uh, which really uh, hasn't moved. It's been we opened 42 and a half. I think our high point was 43 and a half on that total. So right now sitting at 43 in the Which middle. Which is interesting because this game here is one of those games that, you know, the giant, I mean, Washington gives up six yards per play. Uh, the Titans give up 6.3 yards per play. And both teams on points per play are in the 40 percentile. So you would think this would be a lack of defensive game, kind of a back and forth, like the Jacksonville-Washington yep. opening game, where both teams are going to move the football but, you know, and hit that. But, yeah, people are betting the under. Just as a warning, Miami betters, hurry up and bet it. It's down to three. Let's see if it lasts through Thomas's segment. How about Philly at Arizona? A big Philly shop there at the Borgata. Where'd you open? Where are you sitting with Philly at the desert? So we're uh, still at five and a half, which is where we opened this game. And uh, we've gotten some Cardinal money here to uh, to, to offset, uh, the, the course, the, the normal amount of eagle money but this is a later start with the game being in arizona and uh so i'm sure we'll get a lot more eagle money through the day but the one thing i want to make a point is arizona is really bad at home we, we just need to point out there's really no home field advantage there for arizona so whatever you're making this number uh you almost have to play it as a neutral field game uh when you're making your number on on this Good and point. I, I think, honestly, anything less than six, it, it's got to be an autoplay on the Eagles uh, just between uh, the way Arizona has looked. And unless this, again, kind of breaks down the second half where it gets into sort of a playground-type game where Murray can, can do something, uh, no reason the Eagles should not be able to cover this number. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I, I think, to me, if you keep him in the pocket and say, play quarterback, young man, you know, beat me from there. I think it's really hard. I think there'll be a lot of bird fans out there. I really do. I think the oh I yeah, they're they, they travel. definitely travel. Yeah, they they travel. And they'll be out there. Fans yep. there. News flash, fly eagle, fly. They're they're good this year. Uh, I know we haven't discussed yep. it much. Just kidding. We discuss it every <laughs> second of every show. The Chargers are at Cleveland. This is a Hall and Oates play for Michael Lombardi. No can do. This is no, fascinating. No, I, I, I like this one, Patrick. Oh, no, I'm on this one. Me. No, the no can do, do like game the is a t the, the no no can do game are the Titans. I I'm not I'm not going you, Titans Washington. You can't. I'm, I'm just out got on those that. two. Just got those two mixed up. Michael loves the Browns today. Where are you sitting with the Chargers and Browns, Thomas Gable? So this is now down to one and a half. Uh, we we opened uh, Chargers laying three, and uh, you could probably still get on two and a half yesterday, and now now down to one and a half. So. Again, respected. We're seeing the respected money, sharper money, come in on on Cleveland here uh, at home. But you know, if you look back to the match up the strengths and weaknesses here, the strengths of, of Cleveland is the running game, right? And, and Chubb and Hunt. The weakness of the Chargers is those, the run defense. So they, these guys should really have a, a big day today, uh, running the ball and. Of course, last season, Herbert against that game against Cleveland, 398 yards and lit him up for four TDs. So this is a game here where you may even want to look at the, the total. Total's sitting at 46 and a half right now in, in this, which actually has come down from the opener of 49 and a half. I, I, the reason I, I hear one of the things about the total is the Browns have to be able to milk this clock. They can't get into a shootout with them. They really can't. We've got a first down uh, uh, penalty. So oh, this could be on a scramble. Uh, 
I will say this. Jones has looked surprisingly mobile with the, with that yeah, ankle really injury has. so far and, today. It's and been the Packers' surprise. defense has looked – as the game has worn on, they've looked bad. Yeah. I mean, they don't adjust to the game. Barkley went out of this game with a shoulder, it looks like. I think he's hurt. This is the third defensive holding call against the Giants. And the Giants don't have a receiver. They don't have a receiver on their team that anybody yeah. – they're holding right. the Giants. Every time they get a negative play, they get a holding call. I mean, it's really unbelievable. This is really the, the concern, I think, for for taking the Giants this week was, I, you know, Jones, really, the, the thing that's really been keeping him as a, any sort of uh, presence out there has been his running ability this year. And I was concerned about the ankle injury, uh, but he's he's looked pretty decent running the ball. Sneaky. We still got a minute 45 to go in a third. The Giants could win this football game in London against the Packers. Answer two for me before we say goodbye. Nesson and Marquis, where are you sitting with New England and where are you sitting with Chicago? So the Patriots are laying three right now, and it's mostly been Patriot money here. Um, that game, again, it, it's touched three and a half, uh, but currently sitting at three in that. And the um, Bears-Vikings game, Vikings laying seven and a half. Again, mostly it's been Viking money in that one. That's up from the opener of seven. So uh, hopefully we can get a little bit more bear money. But uh, right now it's been mostly Minnesota money. Yeah, and we talked about it too. A lot of guys in the shop here love Minnesota. Yep. You're getting a lot of sharp money on Minnesota in this one. I've got Baltimore lane three across the board as a blanket. Are you three yeah. at the Borgata with Cincinnati tonight? We, we are, and uh, that game's pretty uh, evenly bet uh, right now, uh, sitting at three, and this is a game here where, again, if you go back to, to last year when uh, these two teams met, uh, Joe Burrow just absolutely torched this defense um, last year, So, uh, and they are obviously uh, coming in with a little bit more rest. Three shops stayed at Miami Lane 3 with our little experiment at the Jets. Three shops okay. with the Jets catching three and a half. Thomas Gable, a busy day at the Borgata. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. We run the board next with Lombardi. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. 
I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Michael is frustrated with the game in London. We'll get to that in a second, but quickly, BetMGM rewards. I'm going to make this simple. If you bet at BetMGM, you get reward points, you get free bets, you get dining, you get food, you get hotels. It's betting's premier loyalty program. Go to BetMGM.com right now and sign up. Got to be 21 years or older. 1-800-GAMBLER. If you have an issue, if you got the daily newsletter, which is free over at VEASAN.com, you got some great quotes from my man Brent Musburger, and you are looking live at Circa, of course, Brent Musburger hanging out. We can even get a wave from the legend? Nah, he's too busy as we <laughs> can bring you back holding here on court. the Lombardi he's line. He's holding court. He's holding court. He's trying to figure out what Joe Barry's doing on defense over here. Like Big Daddy's trying to figure it out. Like, oh my gosh. At some point, they've run four quarterback draws. They've run multiple screens. They've run Y sit about 17 times. He can't create a negative play. They can't get any pressure on Jones to get the ball out quick. He seems like he's one play behind in all his calls. And here's the other thing. Barkley's not even playing. We got to give Jones credit. He's got a bloody he's hand. Good. He's got a bum ankle. He's playing well today. He really is. He really is. And, you know, look, this is the third. This is the second drive of the half, right? They've had two drives. They had the first drive. He got three points. Now this is another drive. He's And they're not making any explosive plays other than the Barkley run. They've made no explosive plays, but he's done a nice job of managing it. They're getting completions. This is a really good job by Jones, Kafka, and the giant offensive staff. It's a really bad job by this Packer. I mean, if you're a Packer fan, you think you can win a Super Bowl? Look at, look at Rodgers. He's just shaking his head like, at some point, are we going to stop somebody? Yeah, but Rodgers, to be fair, Rodgers took a terrible sack on the last drive, 20-13. to 13, Green Bay leads 12-13 to play. The Giants could win this football game. There's 12-10 to play. We'll keep you updated. Nice call by Michael Lombardi on the halftime line, under 20-and-a-half, as that looks good as we head into the final 12 minutes there in London. Okay. Let's focus. Are you ready to run the board, Mr. Lombardi? Um, I am ready to run. The, you have my undivided attention, Patrick. I'll get off the Joe Barry train. Don't, no, you can. I, just trust me. You can crush Joe Barry all the time. It's exciting. 453 rotation. Seattle's at New Orleans. New Orleans is lane five. Remember, no Michael Thomas here. Yeah, I, I don't like taking offensive lines with two rookie tackles in New Orleans, a crowded, uh, loud stadium. Uh, I think this is a hard game for Seattle. I'll take New Orleans and lay the points to me. I'll take them Play and lay action. the points. Look at that play act. That is brilliant. This is a really that's nice. About, that's, that's the fourth time they run submarine. So they run play action and they run a guy to the flat and they run another guy underneath. We call it submarine. Like it's such, it's like, it's just they keep repeating. that. I said they would run out of plays because I kind of thought that somebody would stop some of these plays, but they never do. The Giants are knocking on the door. We'll keep you updated. Houston's at Jacksonville. Jackson, Jacksonville's laying seven, Michael. Yeah, I think this is a hard game for Jackson, for Houston because their front, their offensive line is going to have a hard time blocking. This Jacksonville front's really good. I think Jacksonville will get back on track. I'm going to lay the points here. My numbers say lay the points. I like them. I had this as an eight-point game. Again, they ran submarine again. They ran submarine again, and they get it. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> gonna, I mean, they repeated the same first. play, Patrick. They repeated the same play. And they just ran it the other way. Oh my God. <laughs> first they run goal. the same play. First and goal from the two for the Giants. Mr. Barry can't catch up on defense for the Packers. Big Daddy Vince He's is a- having an aneurysm. Oh my God! Oh my God! I'm having one. I, I I'm on the. I gave the Packers out in Russo contest. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, Pittsburgh is at Buffalo. Buffalo's laying two touchdowns, fourteen. What do you got? I'm going to take Buffalo. I, I don't like Pittsburgh's defense. I think it's going to be hard for a young quarterback against this Pitt Buffalo defense. I think Josh Allen takes the game over. I think they put him away. I think Buffalo will always keep trying to score. I don't think they ever slow down. Atlanta's up. To, Atlanta's catching doubles now. Tampa Bay, remember, Atlanta, no Pitts, no Patterson. Tampa Bay's laying 10 at home. I'm going to take Brady in the 10. I'm going to lay it because I think Tampa Bay's really good enough to do that. I think they can move the ball. I think Brady will get back. I like the Brady-Dean Peace angle. I think that's what will happen. Remember, divisional unders, 17-5 and five this year. You got a divisional matchup with Chicago and Minnesota. Minnesota's laying 7.5. I think because it's seven and a half, I got to lean towards taking Chicago. I don't like it at all. I really don't. I don't want to take a bad offense on the road with a bad offensive line. It goes against everything I believe. I'm just going to play the number at seven and a half. The most publicly bet team this week is Tennessee. However, the number went from Tennessee lane three down to a pick em in Washington. What do you got here? Tennessee and Washington pick. Uh, again, again, I, I, I had this as a John Oates play. If I, if I had to force myself, I'm taking Tennessee. Only because I think they will play better defensively. They'll play better in the kicking game and offensively. They can't turn it over. I don't trust the Washington football team. I don't trust Carson Wentz in a close game. Last time he played against them when he was with the Colts, he turned the ball over in critical downs the key number nfl betting is three if you want to bet miami you can lay three if you want to bet the jets you can find a three and a half i'll give you three where you at i've been all over i've been all over the miami dolphins at three all week they've been one of my favorite plays i like them at three i think they'll be explosive i think mcdaniels will attack this salai i think their defense is a little better i think they'll put some pressure on zach wilson I really think they'll be able to do that. This offensive line, they get Dwayne Brown back today. I don't know if that's good or bad, right? They lose Matt Mitchell. I think they'll put some pressure on him. Xavier Howard will take a receiver out of the game. I really believe that. I like Miami today. Michael, I know you like Cleveland. They're catching one and a half with the Chargers in town. Yeah, I think it's a pick game, really, at the end of the day. I think Cleveland is a favorite. If I'm going to get points at Cleveland at home, I'll take it. Bailey Zappi, under center for the Patriots. They're laying three. Excuse me. We just had a shop go to two and a half with New England. Yeah. Wow. Detroit's yeah. in town. Uh, look, Detroit's explosive now. It's, it's going to be hard for New England. New, Eng- New England can't play from behind in this game. Detroit's, if Detroit gets ahead of them, it's going to be hard for New England to catch up with a rookie quarterback. So for me, I, I think this is a hard, hard game for them. I would lean towards taking Detroit and the points here only because I think it's a pick game. Another play action. Jones threw it away. Second and goal from the two, trailing by seven. We'll keep you updated. San Francisco's at Carolina. San Francisco's laying seven and a half. Excuse me, six and a half. Important distinction. Yeah, that stayed at, that stayed at six and a half all the time. I'll take San Francisco. I don't know how Carolina's going to score. They couldn't score last week. They could not score last week against the, uh, against the, the, the Panthers. I, I mean, excuse me, against the Cardinals. And now I don't know how they're going to block this front. I know Kinlaw's not playing. Armstead's not playing. But Bosa's still playing. And Mayfield can't complete passes. I mean, you could say whatever you want about Daniel Jones, but he can complete passes. They just scored here. 
Just a quick dive up the middle for the Giants. They score. They're an extra point away from tying it up here at 20 with the Packers. Fascinating game in London. Brent Musburger will continue with they the They haven't coverage. been able to make them – they haven't made make, make them punt. I mean, I think the Giants have punted once or twice. I mean, it's ridiculous. It, and they've controlled the clock. I mean, the Packers have had one possession in the second half. Michael's going to lose his mind. Brent is going to take it in about five minutes, and he'll have in-game updates in London. Philly at Arizona. Philly's laying five. I like Philly here. I like them all week long. I just don't trust this Arizona team. I think Philly will do a good job on Kyler Murray. I think if, even if it becomes a, a kind of a loose play game, I think Philly will run the ball, control the clock. I think it's going to be hard. I think Hertz will run the ball and lead the team in rushing. Extra points good, 2020 in London. Dallas, I know you like them, catching five and a half at the Rams. Yeah, I think this is a one-point game on my card. I like it. I think the, the Rams can win. I think it's too many points, especially there'll be more Cowboy fans in that stadium than there will be Ram fans. Sunday night, divisional matchup, Cincinnati at Baltimore. Baltimore's laying three everywhere. I'm going to take Baltimore in the three. I don't think Baltimore's going to lose another home game. I really don't. And I think that Baltimore will move the football. I think this time off with Cincinnati. I don't know if that's always a good thing. They'll put some pressure on Burrow. Burrow's, that offensive line, offensive lines don't travel well. I'm going to go with Baltimore. VEASAN pros, remember, you can get Michael Lombardi's official plays and the rest of the hosts and guests across the week on VEASAN. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Okay, let's take a deep breath here. We've got Mossberger coming up to carry the way, but you've kind of been losing your mind over the past five or so minutes in this Green Bay uh, Giants game. Well, I mean, it's like Green Bay at some point. When are you going to play good defense? When are you going to create a negative play? Uh, I mean, they, they don't stop them. I mean, look, Bailey's, they, the, the Patriots scored 17, running the ball on them last week. Daniel Jones is just throwing the same. They're running the same plays, different formations, different, co but the same concepts every single time, and you don't put, ever put a stop on it. Like, at some point, this is an in-game adjustment game, and you haven't made the adjustment defensively. Like, they haven't forced a punt since the first quarter. Think about that, Patrick. I mean, you're talking about an elite team, right? You're talking about a team that, that they should be better defensively than they are, and you can't force a punt? I mean, this is Daniel Jones without Saquon Barkley, without Tony, without Galladay, without any of their receivers, right? You can't yeah, force a punt? Been, it has been an ugly second half, absolutely, for the Packers. Okay. And What's again, once bet? again, once again, once again, jump on. You got to jump on. You got to jump on Aaron Rodgers' back and let him carry the program and let Lafleur get all the credit because he's, you know, you put him up there. He's the winningest coach since Guy Chamberlain. My best bet today. I, I think Dallas is my best bet today. Take the five and a half with Dallas. You go from Lombardi to Brent Musburger. Musburger, Las Vegas to London is coming up next with the countdown to kickoff live from Circa. Michael, enjoy the games today. Thank you, Patrick. Okay. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.